You're listening to Fab Wives Unfiltered, a Fab Wives podcast hosted by Lady E, where we discuss the real and raw facts of the Fab Wife life. Because it's not all glitz and glam, but we make it look fabulous. Hey, Fab Wives. How are y'all doing today? Hey, Lady E. Well, welcome back, listeners. Thank you for coming back to another episode. As you all know, I'm Lady E. And to the left of me, I have Miss Lauren. Hi. Hey, hey, girl. Hey. All right. And to the front of me, I have a special guest, but I'll introduce her last. How's that sound? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And to the right of me, I have Miss Rhea. Hey, Lady E. Hey, Fab Wives. Woohoo! And my special guest is Miss Ray Nice. How are you? Welcome, well, Thank you, thank you, thank hey, you, Ray. Fab Wives. Thanks, everybody. Welcome. So, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm Ray Nice. I'm a North Carolina licensed attorney, and I help families and business owners plan for emergencies and uh, death. Yes, she actually got the Fab Wives together and made us <laughs> official. So, yes, thank you, Attorney Ray. <laughs> wow, it was a pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> Well, thank you for being here with us today. Thanks for having me. So, Miss Rhea, are you going to start us off with our hot topic? Yes. Okay. So, you guys know I love hot topics, but I actually want to, this is more of a sad topic, but I really wanted to use it to, um, you know, set us up for a great conversation with Attorney Ray Neese. Um, you just say Ray Neese. Does it have to be Okay. Well, <laughs> you know, you know me. I'll call you Ray. Okay, that's yeah. fine. Okay. We can call you Ray. Like, we can call okay. you Ray. So I wanted um, to really cover this topic because I really feel like it's important to um, provoke this type of dialogue amongst the community. We're all wives, and we're definitely working with our husbands to build a legacy. A lot of us have kids or are um, going to have kids in the future, and even if you're not, you're still married and um, looking to create a legacy. So. Um, at the end of January, um, I heard a story about an ex-NBA player. I don't want to mess up his name, but I think it's Russell Butler, um, was in a car accident, him and his wife, um, and they were both killed um, in the car crash immediately. Um, and I just really started thinking about like their legacy and do they have children? What happens to their children? Um, you know, they may have insurance. But do they have enough insurance? Um, You know, who gets the kids? Just thinking about how are they protected? And if that was to happen to me, what am I going to do? Like, what are my kids going to do? I'm not here anymore. But am I setting my kids up for no drama, you know, just to be stress-free in in the event of my passing? God forbid me and my husband die together. Are they going to be okay? And is their lives going to go, um, go in accordance with what I'm planning for them while I'm still on this earth? Right. So I really wanted to bring Rainice in and really chat about, um, you know, legacy planning and how we can create a, a legacy and protect our families in the event of our passing. So I think that when people think of preparing for death, they just automatically go to life insurance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, can you just shed some light on why life insurance may or may not be enough? I think life insurance is good foundational. Mm-hmm. I am going to say, um, you said it's such a sad topic, but why is it sad? Because it's the one thing that everybody is going to I experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll true. experience it with your loved ones and you're going to pass away. Uh, I try my best to make the discussion lively. I am a naturally silly, so if you see me smiling <laughs> or anything, that's why. <laughs> Um, we have to make it realistic and comforting in order to be able to approach it. 
So why is life insurance sometimes good? It's the way to fund for the unexpected. Uh, you want to make sure that you're working with a life insurance agent that will explain, you know, these are the needs that you have and who's also explaining this is why you're saving. Mm -hmm. So there are different, you know, I guess you could say different types of planning out there. But if you wanted to know just off the top, you know, what's an easy thing to think about, think about dime, dime, D-I-M-E. And dime, you're thinking about death. So what expenses will you have at death? I, what income do you need to replace when you're no longer here? Does your household still need income? M, if there's a mortgage, you need to handle your mortgage. And then E, if you have children, your children's education. And you don't just want to think about, you know, private school. You also want to think about higher education mm -hmm. in the four years through college. That's good. And if they'll get their master's. So I'm taking notes. Um, yeah, D, D, say it again because, you know, people probably want to write that down. <laughs> D-I-M-E, right? Like money, right? Like we money. talk about money. Okay, so that was good. And that's uh, death expenses, income, while your household still needs to replace your income, right. you're thinking about your mortgage and then education. And um, it's good to have life insurance from a foundational perspective and to make sure that you're spending the right or you're obtaining the right amount. Uh, but it cannot always be the best option and the only option for you. Um, for instance, most of you have children who are, well, all of you have children who are 18. Um, so if you have children who are 18, think about the fact that they could obtain this lump sum at 18 or 21. Well, if they were like me at that age, I probably would have went and bought like, a sports mm -hmm, car. Definitely. Yeah. I think I would have yeah. bought my <laughs> yep. you know, yeah. And I would have spent it all in the mall. Really yep. um, yeah. Maybe on tuition. So you want to think about what hand ties you can put on that money. And there are ways of solving for that, primarily with your lawyer, your legal documents. Um, so I don't know how much detail we want to get into today, but a lot of times when I'm speaking with clients who have younger children, mm -hmm. we speak about trust. And, yeah, you know, if you ever want to talk about what a trust is, we could get into those specifics. <laughs> uh -huh. But basically, a trust is a tool that allows you to control your gift. Mm -hmm. So it allows you to say what your child could spend it for or what your husband could spend it for. Um, okay. Also, when you think about life insurance, some other reasons that it may not be the best thing only or solely for your estate plan is because it may put you in a different tax bracket or your spouse in a different tax bracket. Mm. So you really want to think about the financial consequences for oh, not just your children. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. Think think about about that. Uh, so that's just, you know, some things why, you know, yes, life insurance, I'm not saying steer away from it, but life insurance is a part of the full solution that you want to look for when you're estate planning. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. I think, so kind of to piggyback off of what Rhea was just talking about, in the event that I pass away and my husband, we both pass away and our children are left to, to continue their lives. If I want to have my mother or someone in my family take full custody over the children, but he does as well, that's obviously going to cause some conflict in our marriage. So how can we initiate that very important conversation um, with our husbands without having conflict or, or some type of argument over it? So first I'm going to say you all are fab wives. I'm not one. So you know the art of negotiation. Yes, claim um, it. I'm not there. But I will say this. It's all about communication and conversation. Mm -hmm. But what happens when we talk about death for, you know, what we want to happen, we start talking about the money, the kids, and what we want. Right. But what we need to do is step back and think about the kids. Yeah. yeah. So think That's the way to point. approach the sp your spouse, your husbands, or to say, you know, hey, babe, we have these kids. We live in Charlotte. We want Do we want to make sure they go to the same school? school mm -hmm. I want to you know you want to keep their lives as 
normal. the same yeah. or normal yeah. as possible so that they can mourn. Yeah. And I think that's the key because sometimes the other family member isn't in the, or the other parent mm. isn't in the same yep. city. Yeah, um, so it disrupts their lives completely. Right. And, you know, it may take some realization when you sit back and think about your children, you go into mommy mode, you know, yeah. and you right. get protective and you'll really start thinking about their best interest. Mm-hmm. And it's possible that you'll say, you know what, my parents can't really do that. I recently had a client situation where she was, the, the wife well, the wife was 32 and she was gung-ho. Like, no, my mom. But then when they sat and thought about it, the mom had teenagers. So mm. it would have been putting two more children right. in that oh, household so for that mother best, to raise. Yeah. So there's right. different different things that you really, and different dynamics that you want to look yeah. at and take a step back and, and not get personal because, of course, our moms mm. are rock stars. They raised right. us. Uh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> so you want to take a step back and put the focus on the children. And then when you approach your husband, you're able to say, okay, babe, this is the deal. You know, we got to think about it. Which, yeah. by the way, it is going to take you to initiate the conversation. Yes, um, we know I that. I promise you. Right. It's <laughs> It's the wife, and then I have to, you know, do some coaching as well um, to make the connection. But with that being said, that allows you to be able to say, to to come off in a way that doesn't sound so selfish. So you would uh, handle that aspect in a will? As far as who they go with. Okay. That's basically a a guardianship proceeding. Okay. Sorry, guardianship provision. And you're saying, I want whomever to be in charge. And you can say, I want you know, an individual to be in charge of the children. I want an individual to be in charge of the money. It doesn't have to be the okay. same person. An attorney is best to have that conversation with to make sure the correct language is pre- presented in the document and the will. Um, but you can decide. It doesn't have to be the same. And it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be your parents. You might find that it's a yeah. loved one. Yeah. Now, I'm going to get my niece and nephew. I am too. I put them on the bus every morning. So, you know, I'm always there anyway. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, so you might have someone else that's not a parent. Yeah, that's, um, that's in that the kid's would be life. That now, are there any cases where um, a will can be contested afterwards by anyone? And how successful, what's the likeliness of that's of that really being successful. Question. Yeah. Great question. So can it will be contested? Yes. Is it happen often in North Carolina? No. Um, can it be successful? Yes. As an attorney, I'm never going to be able to say yes, 100% guaranteed uh-huh. or 50% yeah. or whatnot. Um, but bigger picture, if we're drafting a will, how do you make a will real? Mm-hmm. Um, this opens a can of worms because I could technically write on a piece of paper right. and say, this is what I want to happen when I die, sign it. Yep. And technically it can be a will. Mm-hmm. And I use air quotes because there, of course there are some you know, specifics and I won't bore you guys with that. <laughs> yeah. But there, whenever an attorney is drafting a will, something and something that I do is that I get witnesses who are disinterested, like they're not receiving anything from my clients. And I also notarize and handle that process. So what we're doing is we're having our client who's executing their will say that I did this voluntarily. I was in my sound mind Mm. and it was witnessed by other people. Mm -hmm. So being of sound mind is one of the main reasons in which a will is contested in North Carolina. Actually, I have a a case in Mecklenburg County Superior Court right now where I'm contesting a will. The gentleman went into uh, hospice care soon Mm. after he signed his will and there's some things that are dispute with the family that they don't think that um, he, he should have given away. Yeah. Mm. Uh, do I feel like it's a success? 
I'm willing to try and prove, you know, what I can. I have, you know, the hospice records, medical records or whatnot. So I bring that up to say, if you decide to draft your own will, you know, you can do your research to find out, okay, what's the best method for myself. If you do work with an attorney, you want to ask them, you know, what are you doing to lessen the chance of someone disputing my will and saying it wasn't real? And then the third piece of that is try to communicate. Communicate with the person that you want to be in control. That's your executor. Oh, that's good. Tell them in advance. Yeah, because sometimes you'll try to surprise somebody and be like, what? I'm the who? (laughs) Right. (laughs) And then that ends up, you know, time Mm -hmm. in court. You're paying lawyers. And a lot of times, you know, I'll have someone look at me like, I mean, you're getting money. Why would you care? But at the same time, I could be charging the family if they have the money. But it's so much emotion and there's learning and they don't get the time to mourn if they have to worry about communicating with me and I need to get signatures, you know, or whatnot. Um, So when you're dealing with approaching the documents and having that conversation about the resource you go with, you want to have that conversation. Like, what are you doing to make sure that there's less of a chance? And Mm. then individually, you want to make sure you're communicating with the parties involved so that they won't either back away from the responsibility when it's presented or not even know what's going on, where they're, like, searching for banks and things like that. Yeah, Yeah. that's really good. That's really good. Um, You know, on a personal note, I have two children. Um, My daughter is from someone else, and, you know, my son is with me and my husband. Um, I always think about if me and my husband were to pass away, what would that mean for my son and my daughter? Would my daughter have to go live with her father and would my son have to go live with whoever? Mm -hmm. I personally don't want them to be separated. So um, I was always concerned Mm -hmm. about, you know, writing a will out, but would her father just override that and have those rights to just take her? So that's a concern, I know, for people who have those blended families. That's a great question. Uh, I can only speak for the state of North Carolina because I know we're, you know, Mm -hmm. in North Carolina, in most states, a both parents have a constitutional right for their to have their children. Mm -hmm. And this is something that I counsel. I try to work with a lot of single mothers to still grant their wishes. And I know you're not a single mother, but you know, in a space where the um, child could still go off with the father. If the father hasn't said, I don't want them or given up their rights, they do have a right to them. But I still encourage the mother to go ahead and draft their wishes because at that point, it stated what I want. And most times, based on situations that I've seen, if the father wasn't, he was absent or wasn't around, he's normally not the one that's stepping up like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just going to yeah, get Yeah, all of a sudden, yeah. Right. yeah. And then also you want to think about the age of the child. There's a point at which the child can have a say-so and where they mm. want to go. Oh, that's true. What age is that? It's 10. Oh, oh right that's now. really wow. Okay. Wow, so, okay. wow. all right. <laughs> <laughs> we like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, woo. Okay, woo. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, um, man, we maybe we're sorry. <laughs> no, no, remember, we're supposed to keep it funny. Um, <laughs> we got to laugh through this because this isn't the situation that you right. yeah. really just want to sit around and drink wine to talk about. Um, but with thinking about that whole situation, you want to draft your wishes so that everybody knows what you want and everybody will carry that through. In the end, the courts will have their say, Mm -hmm. but they will take into consideration what's been drafted. So they will take in consideration what you want 
and then they will take in consideration what the other uh, parent wants and they'll go for the best interest of the child. Okay. Good. I have stuff. one more. Just one more. Okay. Question. So, yep. Go ahead. So, if we, if, if someone does not take care of this business, it does not get a will and both parents pass away, what happens to oh, who, gets, who gets to take what the kids? Do do? Yeah, yeah. What happens? So, it's called intestate. Whenever, whenever someone doesn't have a will, they died intestate. And the intestate laws do not say specifically what happens to the children. Um, when it comes to the children, they'll have to go through the courts and there mm. will have to be a guardian proceeding to say mm. who would be the guardian right. of the children. And that is why it's important to take the time to yeah. at least, you know, even if it's a, a Groupon for a will or LegalZoom, you know, yes, I'm talking about competition because there's balances yeah, to both but sure. at least take the you time were. to understand what you're doing for your children mm -hmm. because that saves yes. them time with bouncing around while the court proceedings are going on and there you know then they can appropriately mourn with who you yes. would want them to be or who could provide them the constant that they need um, now if there's money involved uh, you it's interesting because it depends on if your parents are still alive so mm. if even if you're still married and you pass away, your parents could potentially receive some. And I'm being real generic right now, mm -hmm. but if I showed you the ch chart, like I remember in bar law school and I still use it now, I create this whole chart to remember it. <laughs> it's not a cutthroat, you know, okay, I get everything just because yeah. I'm married. So if you don't have a will, mm. especially if you do not have children, you want to think about that. Interesting. Uh, because it could go to your parents. And sometimes, you know, and I actually come across a lot of situations with drafting documents for clients where it just so happens we don't have the best not we but may not have the best relationship with our fathers mm -hmm. well your father might automatically have wow. a right if you don't wow. have a will so to answer your question if they have children mm -hmm. or even if they do not have children um, someone who dies without a will is considered intestate and for your property the state already has determined who gets what and how much and it's usually between the parents and children and spouse um, and then when it comes to the children it's just going to be a court proceeding for guardianship and that's just going to you know cause some strife and then depending on the financial resources is probably going to cause some arguments uh, so a big part of estate planning isn't just let's solve for what we want it's also family unity so wow. you want to think about keeping the family units even you know you want to think about your in-laws and your family mm -hmm. right you know how yep, can you that's keep them point. unified to make sure yes. that the children are cared for yeah. at their death Right, this is good this is stuff. Yes. Very thought provoking. Yes. Yes. Um, someone this. had a question about a will toolkit. A will toolkit. Someone had a question about a will toolkit. Like toolkit. Tool 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 -O -O uh, so that's most likely like your legal Zoom or you mm -hmm. go to Office Max and you can buy the documents or you can, you know, it's, it's much cheaper than it is to work with an attorney. It is a solution. Uh, what I usually say is you want to make sure you're, what you're solving for is addressed, um, but it's just like hair. And I hope you ladies don't mind. And we were just talking about hair. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> I could. I mean, and I know people who are like, oh, girl, I could do your braids for you or I could do that for you. And I'm like, and I'm, yeah. I'm going to pay. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I paid yeah. this amount, but I didn't have to go searching yes. for hair. You right. know, I just went, sat in a chair. They took care of it yep. and it was yeah. done. You know, the same with coloring. I'm, I could do it myself. <laughs> yeah. I go to CVS. And you know yeah. what, right. But I want to make sure it's I done wanna speak to the benefits of the um of you know hiring you i felt like when i wanted to really get fabwise books and records in order you brought to light so many things that i just did not think of 
Um, so that extra layer of protection and comfort is completely priceless. So I think that, I mean, there's tons of, I could have definitely stole somebody's agreement. (laughs) 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 Copy paste Fab Wives LLC. (laughs) But there were so many things that I just did not think of at all. And you really walked me through that process. So I spent a lot of time on getting my business in order because I wanted to make sure I protected. So now I'm going to make sure that I get my life in order because I need to protect that too. So I I will be coming to attorney Rainey. Yeah. You know, I just want to sit down. (laughs) Rainey. I just want to sit down and you handle it. Well, I would be happy to partner with any of the fab wives that are in North Carolina. Um, I do have a, a special that I can offer. So if anybody retains me within the next 60 days, which is going to take us until May, and today is the 9th, right? Time is flying by. Right, it Okay, is. May 9th. I will, um, and, and if they call and say the term Fab Wives or they heard the uh, Fab Wives podcast, that I would give 10% off of their full package. And I'm not going to discuss prices because it really deter- yeah. it depends on your situation. Yep. But I appreciate those kind words, Rhea. They really mean a lot. Thank you for trusting me and the feedback that your Absolutely. experience was uh, pleasurable. And uh, I'd yeah. love to be a resource to anyone I can. So we're going to have um, Dime in the episode notes and we'll also have Rainice's information for the uh, North Carolina wives. Perfect. um, To go ahead and use her as a resource and... um, And a quick marriage minute. Okay. So, y'all, we have to take the time and be thoughtful about our futures, right? One of these days, one of us will pass. We will pass away. Our husbands will pass away. We need to be thoughtful about what we do with our children, yes. what we do with our finances, and we need to make a plan. Okay, so um, check out this dime. We're going to talk about that again. Death, income, mortgage, and education. Yep. And just have those conversations with your spouse. It's so important. Um, you don't want to leave your children or your money left out to have to figure things out for themselves. Okay. All right. May 9th, ladies, Fab Wives, use that code to get 10% off. Right. Thanks, Thank you so much, Rainey. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Fab Wives Unfiltered Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave a five-star rating. To learn a little more about Fab Wives, Visit FabWives.com and join our community of FabWives committed to love and marriage. While you're there, check out our 2018 official membership program created for the wife who is intentional about living her best FabWife life and seeing her marriage prosper in 2018 and beyond. And until next time, be fabulous!